Welcome to The Power of Journaling. In this episode, I'm going to talk about six things that psychology, neurology, and spirituality all agree on when it comes to goal setting. Welcome. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the science of goal setting. As part of my doctorate, I've been studying a lot of positive psychology. And I have a question for you. Have you ever achieved a goal and gotten what you want, but then the happiness just kind of wore off? It turns out there is a neurological reason for this. Our brain is designed to ignore the common, the baseline, and to pay attention to changes because changes and things that are different might indicate a threat which means that after you have achieved that good thing, your brain just sort of ignores it. It files that good thing with all the other good things in your life that you have done, and it doesn't really notice it or pay attention to it anymore because our lizard brain is set up to notice threats. So interestingly, studies show that having a goal does increase happiness levels more than achieving of the goals. Having a goal is valuable because it sets a direction for you and it gives you enthusiasm and purpose and meaning. It draws energy to you. It's not the achieving of the goal, it's the setting of a goal and having a goal that releases the happy hormone dopamine. And this is why I teach the power of small, because for happiness and success, you don't have to do an hour a day on your goal. Just touching your goal 10 minutes a day releases that dopamine and your brain is going to want to get you to set a huge dramatic goal. But those goals, the big goals, I'm going to do an hour a day, or I'm going to do five hours a day, or I'm going to rent a cabin and write that book. Um, Those types of big dramatic goals tend to come with higher cortisol or stress hormone, and they also have a much higher failure rate. And plus, your brain will um, return to baseline very quickly, even with the big and the dramatic, because it's the setting of the goal and not the goal itself or the achieving of the goal that makes you happy. It's the dream. By doing something a little bit every day towards your dream goal or project, you keep the dream alive and you keep receiving that dopamine hit every day. Every time you take action on your goal, no matter the time duration, it doesn't have to be big. It can be just something. It feels good. And when it feels good, when you get that dopamine hit, you will stick with it because it felt good. Now, positive psychology and neuroscience um, do say that there are some bad ways to set goals too. For example, one quote bad or wrong way to do goal setting is to rely on willpower to achieve your goal because it turns out in studies that willpower is like a bucket. It's a finite amount and it can get used up throughout the day 
with the million micro decisions we have to make every day, you know, which email to keep, which email to delete, whether to eat this, whether to eat that. Willpower, it turns out, is a finite amount. It can get kind of worn down. So you don't want to rely on willpower for achieving your goal. What you want to create and rely on is automaticity. And that's just kind of the fancy word for habits. You know, you want to be able to set yourself up for success by establishing automatic habits that don't require you to use willpower. You want your habit to be that you touch your goal a little bit each day automatically without having to think about it. And that's why keeping your action small is so beneficial because you can do small. You can do something small, some small action, even if you feel lousy or tired or it's a holiday or your day is interrupted. Small is so easy to do. And because it's easy to do, you end up doing it every day and you have now established a strong automatic habit. So most goals require time. Um, And that's why small is so easy to fit into your life that you're able to stay with your goal for a longer period of time, which almost guarantees your ability to achieve it. It's so small It's doable, it's automatic, you can stay with it long term, it doesn't require willpower, and now, my friend, you are on a path to success. Um, Studies in positive psychology show that you receive a small hit of happiness when you complete the goal. So it's true, you get a little dopamine hit when you cross the finish line. But don't just rely on the finish line for that little happy hit because your happiness level will soon return to baseline and you've probably experienced this. For example, maybe you bought a new car, a new outfit, and you're so happy with it for a while, but then your brain just accepts that new car or that new outfit as normal and it barely notices it anymore. Finishing the goal is not your goal. Having the goal is your goal. Another important thing to remember is to make sure that the goal you are setting is for you, that it's not for your parents or your spouse or your friend. It's not something you're doing for someone else. Your goal needs to be something that is authentically important to you and that it's part of the beautiful life that you want to design for yourself. So what do you do to, you know, in all of this? You know, what do we make of all of this information? It turns out that psychology, neurology, and spirituality agree on the following things. I have six things, short things, that psychology, neurology, and spirituality all agree on when it comes to goal setting. Number one is, yes, set a goal. It will give your life direction, but then detach from the outcome. You think the outcome is the important part, but it's not. It's the working on the goal that is the most valuable. Don't focus on the finish line. Focus on the daily action. Number two, touch your goal a little bit every day and make sure that it is something that you want. 
that it's something that will make you happy. Number three, as journalers and meditators, we have the advantage in that we know how to center ourselves. And this keeps us from creating goals that are reactive. So take the time at the very beginning to run your goal by your higher self, your centered self, and make sure that it is something that you really want. So finding your center and living from a centered place is a huge, huge advantage. Number four, psychology, neurology, and spirituality agree that life is about the journey, not the finish line. Number five, studies confirm the value of gratitude. So celebrating each time you touch your goal will help you stay on your path. So make a habit of noticing and celebrating the micro wins as you go along. And the last one, number six, focus on growth. Notice how you are improving. Um, Try to stop yourself from beating yourself up and comparing yourself with where you want to be with where you are. Some goals take time. So focus on what you are learning and how you are showing up and how you are growing. Ah, be brave, my friends. Allowing yourself to dream and having a goal is a big thing. It's really cool. Um, these, um, these goals will bring vitality to your life. But then quickly, as quickly as you can, detach from outcome and then just do a little bit each day towards your goal. According to all the studies, this is the secret to personal growth and happiness. I'm so love having spent this time with you. This is Rebecca with journaling.com, bringing you love and clarity and enthusiasm for the journey ahead. Would you like to learn more about the power of small? We have a lot of exciting things happening at journaling.com these days. Um, Be sure to head on over and for one thing, sign up for the summit. It's the Power of Small Summit. There are 20 consciousness experts, you know, and thought leaders from around the world. And we've set up this wonderful 21-day program for you where we send you a little something each day. Each one of these experts sends you a video with some kind of an advice, um, like a meditation sometimes, or it's a journal, or it's prompts, or it's some of their tips to help you start the year strong and to jumpstart your goals. So that's available right now on journaling.com slash summit. Um, Also, I'm going to be teaching that fabulous live Power of Small class again that I taught last fall. So email me, Rebecca at journaling.com. Let me know if you would like to have a spot in that. And the last thing is that um, uh, we are giving away class one of the Power of Small for free um, to people who sign up for the summit. It's a really cool 90-minute mini course online where you watch the video and it comes with a workbook. And when you sign up for the summit, I will be sending that to you automatically. So all kinds of exciting things to help you start the year, um, the year strong because we're so glad 
that you are have joined us here at journaling.com and I personally love working with you and creating all these really neat things for you. I look forward to getting to know you better. Head on over to journaling.com. You'll notice that we've redesigned the website. So all kinds of fun, exciting things happen. Look forward to being with you soon.